The Holy Gospel comes from John chapter 10. It was now winter, and Jesus was in Jerusalem at the time of Hanukkah, the festival of dedication. He was in the temple walking through the section known as Solomon's Colonnade. The people surrounded him and asked, How long are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus replied, I have already told you, and you don't believe me. The proof is the work I do in my Father's name. But you don't believe me because you are not my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one can snatch them away from me, for my Father has given them to me, and he is more powerful than anyone else. No one can snatch them from the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. Here ends the reading. You may be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Creator, Jesus our Savior, and the Holy Spirit who inspires us all. Amen. Well, I can honestly say that you've still got it. Even after two years of COVID, you still know how to throw a great party and have a lot of fun together. And I want to thank you today for honoring me with a retirement party last Sunday night that filled me brim full with gratitude and joy. It was such a wonderful event. The, the, the attention to detail and the decorations in Fellowship Hall and the delicious food that you all brought, the amazing music and the great speakers who had such kind things to say, your generous gifts. Everything was perfect, and it was a night I will never forget. So thank you. But in the midst of the flurry of activity that night, there was one moment at the party that stood out as really exemplifying the spirit of Good Shepherd. And that moment was this. While we were eating during the potluck, a man came in off the street, and he came into our building. This man happens to be facing a lot of really hard challenges in his life right now, and I guess he was walking by the church, and he saw that there were people in it, and he decided to come in. And From the moment he walked in the door, he was met with kindness and warm hospitality. With generosity and grace, he was invited to fill a plate with food, and he walked into Fellowship Hall not knowing a single soul. But you all welcomed him in. Play, a place was made for him at a table, and he was invited into conversation with people who cared for him. Well, as I watched how this man was welcomed, I thought, well, this is so good, shepherd. This is who you are. I thought of the words of Jesus. I was hungry and you fed me. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. The party last Sunday was great, and as I said, I will never forget it. 
But I think in the years and months ahead when I think about you and I think about this church, it's moments like that. Moments when I witnessed you so powerfully share the love of Christ that I will remember the most. This church is such a special place because of you. How you live your faith, how you love like Jesus, how you care for the vulnerable in our community, how you love and serve each other. And you do it all with such joy. The energy here is contagious, and I am in awe of all that God is accomplishing through you. The examples are many. I mean, I look out, and I see some of you that have answered God's call to serve our kids down at Taft or to work with Habitat for Humanity on behalf of those without adequate housing. I see some that work in food pantries or make quilts for families who are experiencing homelessness. Others befriend the elderly through our grace works in St. Mark's Senior Apartment Ministry. Some of you use your leadership skills to serve on the board of directors at Grace Works and at Habitat for Humanity. There are many, many of you that share your gifts in-house. The Monday morning work crew, the botanical bunch who take care of our facilities and grounds. I see worship servants who facilitate our weekend gatherings. Musicians who use their gifts to bring joy and to enrich our worship, which is so important because this is where We are fed and equipped for all of the other ministry we do. Some of you have taken on a ministry of deep listening and care for others by being a part of Stephen Ministry or caring for all members. Others mentor our kids in faith through faith formation or vacation Bible school. Some of you lead adult uh, small group studies. Some of you feed our kids college kids on Sunday nights down at Nosh. Others volunteer here in the church office. Some of you share your gifts in keeping our finances in order, and others serve as leaders on our congregation council. For all the ways you serve, thank you. You are doing God's work with your hands. And you are on a mission from God. Now, if there's one thing that's true about this congregation, it's this. You are a bunch of doers. So as Good Shepherd enters into this time of transition, I know that you will want to do something to make sure this time goes smoothly. And I would like to lift up three things that I think you can do in the weeks and months ahead that will help this ministry in this time of transition. First of all, pray. Pray for your church staff because they're all going to be taking on extra responsibilities. Pray for the church council and the transition team. Pray that they will have a vision of where God is leading this church pray that God would begin to stir up in the heart of the next senior pastor 
creating maybe some sense of wanting to move. Secondly, engage with the ministry here. As I said, I know a lot of you are already doing a lot of the ministry here, and you are a blessing. But maybe, just maybe some of you have room in your schedule to take a deeper dive into all that's happening here. Maybe you have time to help with Vacation Bible School next month, or you can help with ushering or altar guild. And oftentimes in transition, there's uh, opportunities to serve in new ways. Pay attention to how the shepherd's voice is calling you. How is God nudging you? Where, when you hear a call for volunteers, if you're able to do it, take the plunge. Because it's when we say yes to God's invitations that God has an opportunity to work through your life. The final opportunity I want to lift up for you is to give generously. We are in the second week of our stewardship time with the theme, Mission Possible. God calls this church to mission and you guys are so good at responding generously with your time, with your talent, with your money. Generosity is truly one of Good Shepherd's strongest values. And so now as you enter into a time of transition, your generosity will be needed to keep the mission moving forward. So pray, engage, give. Three opportunities for you to strengthen this ministry in the time of transition. So I have one more thing I want to say to you. And if you only remember one thing that I say today, or if you only remember one thing that I have said in the past eight years, I hope this is it. Today in our scripture readings, we heard about Jesus as our good shepherd. What a happy coincidence that my last sermon is on Good Shepherd Sunday. Well, this is what I want you to hear and remember. Jesus, the good shepherd, loves you. The good shepherd has claimed you. You belong to God's flock. And this is where this flock gathers. You are a part of this flock. Never does your status before God depend on what you've accomplished. Your status before God doesn't depend on having the right feelings all of the time or always being a perfect disciple. Your status before God, your status as a beloved sheep, as a beloved child of God, depends only on one thing, that you are known by the shepherd. Jesus says it today in John's Gospel, I know my sheep. I know my sheep through and through. I know everything about my sheep, and I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. 
Here's what I want you to remember. There is nothing you need to do to earn God's love. You are already held in the palm of God's hand. And I will say this shepherd is very possessive of you. Jesus says it today, nothing can snatch you out of my hand. Your place in God's family is forever. Jesus is crazy about you. You belong to God and that is the foundation of your life. That is the, the, the soil that the root, your roots are anchored in. And you can't do anything about it. You can't mess this up. You can't change God's love for you. Earlier in John chapter 10, Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it abundantly. Abundant life is what God desires for you. Life abundant in God. Life overflowing with love and care. Life grounded in grace. Life with purpose that bears fruit for the sake of the world. Listen for the shepherd's voice in your life and say yes to the invitations that come your way. Thank you. Thank you for all the ways you witnessed to me over the years and help me to know the shepherd more deeply in my own life. Thank you for the ways you welcomed me when I was a stranger. Thank you for the ways you fed me when my soul was hungry for God. Thank you for the ways you remind me. You remind me that I belong to God. I have been deeply blessed in sharing this mission with you. It has been the joy of my ministry. Thank you. Amen.